This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. And with just a month and a half to go until the mayoral election, we learn that Mayor John Tory is in the lead. We know that. Uh, this is according to a new forum research poll, which says that Tory support is down five points from a month ago to 65%. And Keysmat has seen a bit of a surge, the same 5% from 30 to 35%. So what does that all mean? He's still obviously in a comfortable lead, but uh, she just jumped into the race and it was the summer doldrums. So maybe this is more significant than some people are saying. Let's go right now to Lauren Bozanoff with Forum Research. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, so, what do you make of this? Do you see any possibility for a bigger surge for Keysmat? Well, she really, you know what? Now that uh, late Labor Day is behind us, she's really got to start prosecuting the case against uh, John Tory. You know, you, you just now did a good job asking about the, the Vision Zero stuff. So, uh, Jennifer Keysmat's really got to hold his feet to the fire on a number of policies. And is it just a matter of policy? I mean, she seems to be taking a more um, approach, generally saying he doesn't have the right leadership, he's a ditherer, she's more action-oriented. It doesn't seem to be so much for policy disagreements. It seems to be more about a style and an ability to make things happen. Well, except he is quite popular. He has a 58% approval rating, so... I don't think just going after the styles enough. I think she's got to really put the case to him. And you know, in my mind, the number one failing of politicians is too little, too late. And this could be her case if she doesn't ramp it up. You know, she, she, you're right. She, she did start, and she got off to a great, good start. And um, she has grown another five points during the dead of summer. All that's good. But now she's really got to close the gap. That's a 65-35 gap that she's got to surmount. In and actually now less than two months. So she has to wrap it up, I think. Do you see any ability of any of the other candidates to break through? No, this is going to be a two-person race, I'm pretty sure. We, we saw that when she first jumped in. It's just her and the mayor, and I think it's going to end up that way. And do you think that's coloring the the issues? I mean, um, I know that the mayor's camp, they were expecting one major challenger on either the right or the left. And I can't help but think that is coloring what we get, even though the mayor said he's not right, he's not left. He he just wants to advance the, the cause of Toronto. Well, really, the sweet spot is in the center in, in, in Toronto. And um, if anything, I think Jennifer Keesmatt's got a little bit to the left. She has no opposition on the left. She should kind of stick to the center. And um, John Tory's probably going to stay in the center because he's got no one on the right. So um, this is going to be a sort of a, a center-right versus center-left battle. But Jennifer Keesmatt might be a little bit too far out in left field at the moment. 
Yeah, she she really took issue uh, when she was here. When I described her as a candidate on the left, she kept saying, "I come from a business background. I'm uh, not a leftist, but but her policies do seem to be that." Yeah, exactly right. And she hasn't really talked about many sort of business or economic issues. <clears throat> They've really been key towards um, you know uh, left versus right type of stuff, and she is more on the, on the left on those issues. Do you have a sense of what, if anything, is going to emerge as a major issue in the campaign? I mean, we've also, we haven't even talked about this huge major surge in gun violence, which is, you know, just crazy. Well, that's the elephant in the room. No one's really talking about it. And, um, but it it, it just keeps happening. And uh, the more it happens, I think it is going to start to uh, uh, start to color the campaign because, it's happening too often to be ignored at the moment. And do you see that as emerging as the the major issue in the campaign? We've been talking about a gun ban. I uh, I don't think either Keysmat or Tory uh, disagree on that. They both think it should happen, but of course the province doesn't. Well, you know what? If uh, you know if, if John Tory takes the same position as, as Keysmat does on an issue, kind of provides that issue as an advantage for her. So she's she's really got to find a policy that really splits her from uh, from John Tory, really creates that wedge, and she has to go with that issue. And uh, what would you do? You have any sense of what that might be? You know, she, she, she's good on the transit file, although her, her plans seem a bit vague and ambitious, and, and because of that, unlikely. Um, but that would be one opportunity if she had a believable uh, plan for transit, because I, I, think, I think voters have been really disappointed with the different plans, and, and nothing's really materialized in terms of get, actually getting stuff built. <clears throat> if she can prove that she can actually get something built, it might give her the advantage over John Torrey. You know, John Tory's got to wear the smart track, and nothing got done with that. So there are some opportunities for her to, to take the, the case to him in those areas and show she has a better solution. And what about affordable housing? Is that a big issue or not? It's the same thing. If she can prove she's got uh, a, a plan that can actually be implemented, because everyone talks about it and no one disagrees. Yes, it's a great goal. How are we going to do it? And it all falls apart at that point. So... If she can use her planning skills and somehow show how she's going to get this done, it would be a big advantage. You know, John Tory's had four years on the affordable housing file, so there is some grounds to, to criticize what he's done. But she's got to really take the, the fight to him on, on, on that front with uh, an acceptable alternative. And what about the whole business, the whole issue of dealing with the province and Doug Ford? I would think that that's kind of the unseen elephant in the room. Well, that's the big unknown. And, and you know, there's some suspicion, I think, that... So, so the public is against the idea of reducing the size of council. Um, did John Tory really fight that hard enough vis-a-vis, uh, you know, Doug for bringing that in? Um, it's hard to say. Um, and it's hard to say how, how, how Keith Matt can now leverage off of, off of that. Uh, you know, John Tory's got his his, his spiel ready. You know, he says he works with everybody in terms of premiers and and so forth, and he just rattled that off. And that's that's what he's going to keep saying. And that the premiers are going to work with them. So Denver Caesar's got to somehow show how she would be better at dealing with Doug Ford than uh, 
than John Tory would be, I think. Okay, anything you want to leave us with, Lauren? You know, a month ago, we thought there'd be almost no race. It was, all, it was going to be a coronation, so we have a bit of a fight going on now. We're entering into sort of the active period of the campaign. Um, we've really got to see uh, Jennifer Kiesner take the fight, though, to, to John Tory directly. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.